1: no matter who you are things in your life probably aren't going as expected whatever that means but the things you are doing right now no matter what they are that's your life it's not a plan b i'm your host madeline Mortenson, and you're listening to this is not a backup plan Happy day before Thanksgiving. I hope that you have something fun planned for tomorrow or at some point during this weekend, no matter who you're celebrating with or where you're celebrating. I hope it's something that you're going to do to make yourself happy. I hope that whether it's a tradition or whether it's just a fun activity that you're planning on doing something that is just because you like it. A few years ago, my sister and I started going to see a movie on the evening of Thanksgiving. There's a tiny two-screen theater in the small town that my grandparents live in, and we started going to just see whatever they were showing. We do it late in the evening, after everyone's had dinner, after like all the family stuff is done, and I just really look forward to it because... Although I love seeing my family and I love spending the time with them, Thanksgiving day can be a lot and it can be a lot of people and it can be a little overwhelming. So it's this nice treat that I look forward to doing with her that is just very relaxing and is a good way to make sure that I'm not completely overwhelmed by people on Thanksgiving. I'm really looking forward to Thanksgiving and I'm looking forward to it officially being the beginning of the December holidays. I think it's kind of nice when the world has just a little bit extra magic. I think it's nice that so many religions and cultures have holidays about light. (laughs) that They celebrate at this time of year when the world is getting so dark. My tree is up and it's looking really, really, really cute. It has a section of lights that have won out and I've tried to solve this problem and I can't. So I'm just enjoying the fact that overall it looks really cute. And I put up some other fun decorations. I did some areas of my decorations in a way that's a little bit more wintry because I want them to still be fun in January. Because one of the things I hate about Christmas is when it ends and all the decorations get taken down and it just feels a little bit lonely and a little bit empty. So I'm preemptively trying to avoid that this year by putting up some decorations that I know I will enjoy having up longer than just Christmas. Today's episode is a return guest. It's Aubrey Bennion. In May, we talked about celebrating ourselves, celebrating birthdays with Aubrey. I had so much fun chatting with her, and it was an episode that a lot of people enjoyed listening to, so I invited Aubrey back to talk about how she celebrates the December holidays. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of her Thanksgiving traditions. We're also going to talk about her Christmas traditions, and I'm excited for you to hear about the different ways that she's made connections for herself, and also with unique community connections too, as she is single and has lived away from family for a lot of her adult life. I have such mixed feelings about the holidays. I look forward to them so much. Like, I love getting gifts for people. I love putting my decorations up and singing the songs. But I will say that there is always a little bit of bitter sweetness for me. My mom died almost 10 years ago. And it's really easy at Christmas to remember and to imagine the things that she would be doing if she was here, or to think about the ways that she used to be a part of my family in just ways that she's not because she's no longer physically present. And to me, that just feels a little bit sad. I would like my mom to make a pie for Thanksgiving. I would like to pick something up for her for Christmas, and I don't get to anymore. And I know this is not a unique feeling about the holidays, that they There are really fun things that people look forward to, and that there are also special kinds of sadnesses that the holidays might bring up and might remind you of. And really, my goal with this episode is to encourage you to imagine holiday traditions in a way that feels relevant to who you are and where you are in your life. Aubrey talked about how she is really intentional to make sure she does the things she likes during the holidays. And she doesn't do things she doesn't like doing during the holidays. And I think that that permission is really powerful. If you're someone who always has a really happy holiday season, it will hopefully maybe make you a little bit less overwhelmed and help you lean into joy. If you're someone that finds the holidays touching on like sadnesses (laughs) that you might have, I think giving yourself permission to do as much or as little as feels right is really liberating. I, a few years ago, started sending out Christmas cards. I kind of felt a little bit silly. I had seen single women do it before, but I had seen single women who had pets do it. And so I kind of felt like I don't have a pet that's kind of going to look ridiculous if I send out a Christmas card. But I love mail. I love sending it, and I loved getting it. And I decided that I would have a lot of fun creating a Christmas card, so I did, and i did it because i wanted to share like my year with people and also because i wanted people to send me christmas cards so i have my christmas cards all printed i need to address them and i always make sure i send them early in the year like end of november beginning of december because i want to make sure people remember to send me a card and especially where i have a new address i'll be making sure i do that this year i also bought my own tree last year and it's really happy. And it really just feels, it feels so official. And I hope if there's anything you're waiting to do, if you're waiting to send cards, if you're waiting to buy a tree, if you're waiting to have your own traditions, I hope that this is the year you decide to do those things. If you already do those things, I hope you find new ways to connect with traditions. And if you're feeling a little bit blue, for whatever reason I hope you know that you don't have to feel bubbly and happy and joyful for your holiday season to be meaningful that you can feel a little bit sad that you can honor the way you feel and that whatever helps you feel comforted or complete during the holidays that you can find some of that Aubrey. Welcome back. I'm so excited. I think you're my first repeat guest. So I'm excited that we're going to talk again. Gosh, I'm
0: honored. I'm
1: honored. So you have introduced yourself before, but why don't you just give a quick introduction before we start our conversation?
0: Sure. I'm Aubrey Bennion. I am like corporate by day, craft party, influence, I guess, by night. And for a living, I do public relations for the Department of Transportation and I work for a just corporate America, work for the man. But then at night, I own a small business and I do love to do all things creative and colorful and work with my hands and work on my house and things like that. So that's me. I'm like the two different worlds make sense to me and they both amplify each other and make each other more enjoyable. So
1: that is me. I love that. And also just like I love utah's department of transportation so much like i love their media relations team i love like their pr like i think they do a really good job i just have a specific love for the utah department of transportation we are honored
0: <laughs> we are honored we work very hard at making a very uncool thing cool and so Noted.
1: So, the last time we chatted about like celebrating yourself, we talked about birthdays, we just talked about a lot of fun things. And Mm -hmm. so, since it's like the December holiday season approaching, I thought it would be so much fun to talk with you about like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and maybe what some of the things you look forward to and also like the unique traditions you've created for yourself. So, will you just start out by telling me about like what is it that makes you the most excited about the holiday season? What are like your things? What are you looking forward to?
0: Yeah. Okay. So just in general, my things, if let's start with Thanksgiving, because let's wait, back it up. Cause my birthday comes first. And so it's all just this one run of seasons. And so first is birthday. And I'm always so good at celebrating that like to the max, but we talked about that in the last podcast, but that starts season for me. And then Thanksgiving in our family. So the, the situation is that for so long, I have not been near my immediate family For the holidays. And so I had the luxury of going home. And of course, home was San Diego. And so everyone was like, duh, go home. But when I go home, then I miss all of the cousins and all of the fun that happens here. So it's not a bad way to be, right? Either way, I win. I'm either in San Diego or I'm with a bunch of people I love. But I had the luxury of choosing what I wanted to do. And so I used that choice, like I maximized that choice at all possible. I didn't usually go home for both Christmas and Thanksgiving. I would choose one or the other or none at all, right? Sometimes I would choose to go home to San Diego in February when it was like extra dreary here in Utah. And I could maximize my San Diego time. So that was that. But the Benyon family Thanksgiving is, you know, my dad was one of 10 kids, so big to do. And everybody feels like they are the finest at their craft. And so Thanksgiving was, is like nothing short of our very best kind of a low grade competition, even though nobody says it out loud, but like we are all trying to top each other. And the big thing is pies. And because I did not have a ton of family here. Like, I mean, I have my extended family, but because I didn't have my immediate family here, I, a couple of years ago, joined forces. I just crashed, if we're being honest. The Orson Gigi sisters, right? They own this kitchen supply store. The family owns kitchen supply store in here in Salt Lake and their family. So this, so the broad story is I just joined other people's traditions because their family Takes advantage of all of the ovens and all of the kitchen and all of the tools and all of the supplies. And on the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, we have pie night and we just are making 10,000 pies. Everybody's bringing their best. And anyway, so that's fun because it's just pie all night. And then I bring my best few pies to the family dinner the next day. And it's always fun to see who's exploring new things, who's going traditional, whatever that might be. So that's Thanksgiving that's Thanksgiving. But I also don't want to overshadow the fact that on Thanksgiving, a huge part of my Thanksgiving, even though it has nothing to do with me being single or being with a family or whatever it might be. But like, to me, Thanksgiving is not Thanksgiving unless there is an element of service to it. And for the last few years, we have done, we call it the turkey toss because you can just like production mode, one person next to the other, and we're just tossing turkeys out of the back of a truck into like a food drive area where people are coming out and we're actually seeing the people and receiving them and delivering these meals to them. So it's like turkeys and all the fixings and all the stuff. And so none of it matters if that doesn't happen. Anyway, that's just the very best part of Thanksgiving. But then when we get into Christmas, there's even just a little bit more freedom. I think I talked about this on my last podcast, but like, how I don't always go home for Thanksgiving. Sometimes I go to friends' houses. Sometimes I go on vacations. I have the luxury of going wherever I want to go. And I do really enjoy being able to witness other families' traditions and be a part of those. And some people are super low key. Some people get dressed up to the nine. Some people celebrate hot and heavy on the 24th. And some people save up for Christmas morning. You know, like to be able to do a variety of those things is what I love. And so, the kicker of all of that is my parents have now moved here to Utah. And so I was chatting with a friend the other day and we were talking about what we are going to do. And I was like, this is the first year that I've have family here. <laughs> you know? And she's like, oh, so you're beholden to a family like the rest of us have always been. And I was like, yeah, like I don't get to choose to bolt or I guess I still do. right? <laughs> I could leave my parents in the dust, but like for the first time in my adult life, since graduating college in 2004, I'll have, I will be the place where out of town family comes because this is where my parents are. And now it's the shuffle, like every other family where it's like, how many air mattresses are we going to pull out and who's going to sleep where and what are our food assignments and what, what are this and that. And it is, both like a little bit of a loss in my freedom <laughs> but also I'm gonna hold my ground I'm sorry the day before Thanksgiving I have my routines I'm doing my things I'm not celebrating with you I'm celebrating with my Orson Gigi family and the start of oh these are kind of creature comforts that everyone else has had and a little bit of a it's just comforting I is the only way I can think to say it is that it's comforting to know that there's like a family system. And I come from a not very traditional family. Our tradition was the lack of tradition. So to find ourselves doing this kind of this late in the game feels like, oh my gosh, we're a family after all. We're <laughs> we, we are like all the rest. So that's, that's the long answer to all of those things, but that's kind of my take on the holidays.
1: I think that's so fun and so exciting. I love the pie night. I've heard of like more and more people doing some variation of pie night over the years and I think it is a really fun idea because pie is such a fun part of Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. but there's also so much that goes into dinner so I think it's a fun way to have both.
0: Yeah it's definitely a thing that I'm never letting go of. (laughs) It's really
1: fun. So then tell me a little bit more like This is something we talked about in the last episode, you touched on it here, like joining other people's celebrations, which is really lovely and fun. Tell me though about traditions in your own home. What are your December traditions? I know there are probably some you do with other people. Are there some that you do like just by yourself or for yourself that you count on? Tell me a little bit about what those look like and maybe how a few of your favorite have developed over the years.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I think because of Hello Maple, which is my small business. Christmas comes very early at my house. It comes nearly the first week of November. So my Christmas tree has definitely become a tradition and kind of always trying to reinvent it or do something new with it or explore that. So that that is, if my Christmas tree isn't up like by election day, something's wrong in my world, but it's usually up pretty early. That's definitely a thing. And every year I battle it out and I decide, like, am I gonna go chop down a Christmas tree out in the woods? And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm what am I going to strap it to the top of my Prius by myself? Like I'm not doing that. So it is just flat out like a fake Christmas tree, one that I can pull from the shed, do the whole thing myself. And it is a little bit like my tree can be as like fluffy and sparkly and pink and whatever it wants to be as I want to make it. Because it is mine, my angel topper. I don't know if it was intended to be, but it very much looks like Ruth Bader Ginsburg or Iris, right? Just like the big glasses, top knot bun. Like it's, it is very much a nod to my style and our lady queen's. Anyway, the Christmas tree is definitely one. I would say my Christmas cards, I think very non traditionally. I send out my own Christmas cards and it started as a business venture because I got asked to do something or I was given a promo code or something like that to promote, but also because I always incorporated the felt balls from my side business into my Christmas card. And so it's just become a thing. Like being single has never been a consideration about whether or not I'm sending out Christmas cards. I just am sending them out. But, um, that's another thing that I do love the routine of addressing Christmas cards, making it special, gussing it up. Like that thing is very much a thing for me and collecting the Christmas cards, like nothing more joyful than seeing who loves me, you know, thing <laughs> who loves me enough to put 60 cents on a stamp or whatever stamps cost right now. But I do love that part of it. And then what else? I don't know. I mean, when it gets down to it, like my family, we never had stockings. We did. They were there, but they were totally like decorative. <laughs> they hung on a bottle of martinelli's. And then my mom gave us a pound of C's candy, it was essentially our stocking, but it wasn't ever stocked full. And in years past, where I have joined other people's celebrations and they have made a stocking for me, it is the delight of my life that I'm like all these little treasures, you know, that's another one that is not necessarily one that I do on my own, but that is always like a fun little bonus when it comes, when, when I choose that route that year.
1: Oh, I love that. So my family is a stockings twice each year family, oh, that's stockings good. on Christmas and stockings on New Year's. So stockings, I feel like are what I think of like the quintessential tradition that is uniquely my family. Like we, we do not mess with stockings. Yeah. Like, we take them very
0: seriously. Well, I'm going to join your family because I know. You know, it took me 30 something years to realize like how good of a gig stockings were and they are good
1: when i got older and wasn't always at home for new years i remember telling my roommate i'm like i'm really conflicted because logistically it would not make sense for me to go home for new years like I'm already back at school, like it's a few hours away, but I'm very concerned about my New Year's stocking. And she looked at me and she's, no one else is worried about that. Nobody's celebrating
0: that for you. Yeah.
1: I really like my New Year's stocking though. It's very important. Yeah. Oh, I
0: did remember one, the Christmas baking, the holiday baking, like putting together the roundup, the cake plate or the cookie plate, a variety of treats or I don't know. One year I made banana bread. That was a lot of loaves of banana bread. One year I did cinnamon rolls and that, but like to find my people, my neighbors, my coworkers and contribute in a, to a thing that I think, I don't know. I think people traditionally think it's family related, but I love it. I love it. Even when I would go home to San Diego, my mom would be like, okay, you're here. Let's bake. It's my gig, not the family's gig. And so to participate in that and to find a new way to present it and to drop it at the door and do those fun things. That's, I hold true to that tradition in my world.
1: I love that. When did you start putting up your own tree? I think that's a very easy one for people to feel like is silly to do for themselves or to feel like they should wait until they're more established.
0: This is it all not possible in the world of 2022. <laughs> but I bought my house when I was 24. And so I had a town home. I like kind of launched into adulthood pretty quickly. And I say, if Christmas trees aren't your thing, then don't have a Christmas tree or put a, put one up on the tabletop or something. For me, it was very much a thing. Like. That's another opportunity to like deck something out and go wild. And so that was a priority to me, but it did, it came when I had a house or when I had a place and I guess you don't have to own a home to do it by any means, but yeah, when you have storage, when you have the day you install the overhead garage storage above your car is the day that you can have a Christmas tree. <laughs> I think if you got room to to keep a tree, then go for it. But also totally, if it's not your thing, skip it.
1: I bought my tree when I bought my house. The first year I had a, a real tree because my roommate worked at a nursery and that oh. was so much fun. But then I was like, no, that is so annoying. Like the getting at <laughs> home, the getting at home isn't so bad because they help you. The getting it out uh-huh. is the worst. And yeah. so it was like artificial tree for Dawan. I'd rather store it than the hassle of trying to like get rid of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I still do. I'm, I am forever hungry for a real tree in my house, but there's just not trees available at the beginning of November when I have to get my Christmas up. But I do always deck out my front porch with Christmas trees and there's real trees that stay out there. So I still oh, do yeah. have the experience of going to a tree lot or going to a thing. And, um, I love that spending entirely really so much on Christmas trees And the secret is if a Christmas tree is living outside and it's cold, like, I don't know if it has to be frozen, but they last so long outside. So I keep my Christmas trees up outside on my front porch until February.
1: That's so fun.
0: And then probably less
1: needles. needles make it into your house. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had needles in my house for all of my adult years.
1: So we've talked about a lot of fun things. Are there things about the holidays that like make you sad or like things that like you have over the years learned? Oh, like this is something I managed to help myself or to be kind to myself during the season when there are some things that make me sad.
0: I am not sad about that. I think it's maybe just a mentality of I get to choose what to do. There are probably a ton of things I do to just like preventatively fill my time rather than letting time pass by and be empty. And then maybe I would be sad if I let a bunch of things pass me by. But also I've been at this for a lot of years. I'm, I'll am i be 41 this week. This isn't my first Christmas. So I honed in how to celebrate. I don't even know that I was like, had a few sad years before I realized I could make them happy. I think I just by nature, just my personality was like, fill it, pack it, do it. What I will say, it's just a lot of choice because like the holiday Christmas party at work, traditionally a thing where you bring a guest or a person or whatever. I don't want to go to those. Like, I don't think anybody else's people really want to go to those either. I don't have to show up. (laughs) I can choose to go to those. So it is entirely my responsibility for how I want to celebrate the holidays. And so I think anyone who feels like anything out of obligation, stop doing that. Just do it how you want to do it. And don't you don't have to put yourself in a place where, for one, most people aren't thinking about you as more than they're thinking about themselves. And so if you do want to go to the Christmas party and you want to go alone, that's fine. Nobody is staring at you wondering why you're there alone more than they're thinking about like when they get to go to the buffet line or something, you know, like they're not, they're just not, the spotlight is not as big as we ever assume it is. But I also just take full control over what I want to do and when I want to do it, which seems to be working out for me and very easy just do it, put it to practice and do it.
1: I just love do the things you like, like as much as you want. And then just don't get a tree if it's annoying. Don't go to a party if you don't want. <laughs> yeah,
0: we for sure fall into a trap of like, cultural norms and expectations and obligation and whatever but the sooner we learn to shed that's all the better
1: i love that is there anything new this year that you're looking forward to trying out with your holiday traditions
0: yeah because my nieces and nephews are coming like we've got family coming in from out of town for thanksgiving and for christmas and so this is the first year that it will be like let's take the kids to the sled hill and let's go ice skating and let's do the thing. So there are some very traditional things that I don't do by myself, not to say I am sledding down that hill. Like <laughs> I'm not doing that, but there are some very traditional like winter activities that we'll do to entertain my nephews that we don't, that I don't do singularly. And so I don't see it as any, it's just different. It's not, better than or anything else. It's just a new experience.
1: There are some things that are fun to do with someone else, but are just like not fun to do for yourself. I don't, I'm not going to go sledding for myself. (laughs) If it's going to make someone else happy, like it's really fun to look forward to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's a little bit of playing hostess where my house has never been the central location for my family. It's like home base has always been San Diego and it will just be all different to host, to have a full house, like to do that. And to like balance all of the catering needs and all of this with just like flat out having fun and enjoying being together with each other, which I'm sure is like a stress that a lot of people experience over the holidays. It's a mix.
1: Well, and then just different types of activities too. Like san diego versus utah there's just some different ways to celebrate the season
0: yes absolutely absolutely
1: okay so in wrapping up i think it would be fun to maybe just do like a few like holiday favorites so like what's your favorite holiday song
0: oh my gosh holiday song if we're going hymns it's gonna be oh holy night and if we're going like oh gosh i don't even know i need to pull out my christmas soundtrack if it's not a hymn, I don't know. That's such a buzzkill answer of me. I don't know. Let's just go with Oh, Holy Night. It's a good one. We can go Mariah Carey and Oh, Holy Night. How about that? I love that.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite holiday movie?
0: So many. The Holiday, Love Actually. And for so long growing up, it was always the Christmas story with the You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. But then I think we've maxed out on that one, and now we have been, especially with my nieces and nephews are like growing up and becoming we through all of the ages of them growing up, it was it's definitely become home alone. That's a tried and true,
1: oh, that's so sweet, okay, like holiday baked good. you mentioned the baked goats, so what's like your favorite treat?
0: Oh my gosh, last year, I discovered. Chip cookies, they have a peppermint cookie with cream cheese frosting and then crushed peppermint on top, and I don't think I've ever had a better cookie. And so I recreated it in my holiday box, which was a mix of everything like just a probably seven or eight different cookies. But the that sugar cookie like I brought some to my office and like the contractors, everybody was like, "We need more of that cookie." So for sure that one is the one I'll be recreating this year.
1: Oh, good. And like favorite, oh, a holiday season drink. Holiday season. Or even a cold season drink.
0: Yeah, for sure. Hot chocolate. (laughs) For sure. Hot chocolate. But also what takes me back is that like Alpine hot apple cider mix from my childhood. That is like probably 100% sugar, but there is nothing more delicious. Cause I think I remember like it came in a pack of eight and we were a family of seven. And I was like, this didn't take us very far. So it was like such a treat to have that apple cider. Like I'm probably going to go to the grocery store and find that again, because that is a treat.
1: I like that one too. I like it too. Cause I feel like because it has the apple, it's a little bit more refreshing than some yeah. other hot beverages are. I like that one yeah. a lot. Oh, here's a good last one. Favorite holiday scent.
0: Scent. Oh gosh, I think right now everyone knows the Fraser fur from Times. Have you smelled that? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh, go to Harmons. I know it's like in all boutiques, but it's also at Harmons. I know because that's where I discovered it. But it is—it's the scent of Fraser fur, and I even bought it as like the air freshener, like room spray for my car. (laughs) So it just pumps through everywhere in my world. But also, Trader Joe's has a candle. Might be called balsam cedar, but their candle, it's like those little tins and it's $3.99. And I go wild with those. I stock up and I light those all through the year because that's like a good, cheap, and easy scent.
1: I like their candles. They're very, the tins are very cute.
0: Yeah. Very like giftable, very, very easy.
1: Anything else that you want to add before we wrap up? Buy yourself
0: Christmas presents. (laughs) I'm really good at that. Last year, like as the orders were coming in from like Black Friday sales and everything, I was like, should I be wrapping these and putting these under the tree or just go with it? But yeah, I mean, sounds so like trite to say, but treat yourself. (laughs) Buy yourself something. That's a really good way to get through the holidays if you feel like you deserve it.
1: Is there a Christmas thing that you've gotten for yourself or getting for yourself this year that you're looking forward to the most?
0: I have not thought that far ahead because birthday <laughs> birthday is oh, this great. and so I am on full birthday mode. But collectively, I think that's one of the perks of having my birthday so close to Christmas is if I want something that's like a little bit bigger, I can ask my parents to like chip in on both holidays and contribute to the group gift. But this year it's probably going to be a suitcase. I've been pretty out loud about my hunt for my perfect suitcase, but it's there's going to be a unnecessarily overpriced suitcase in my life, I'm sure.
1: You have a good benefit because your birthday is close to Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So like the sales my birthday is in May. So I always am like, oh yes, this Mother's Day sale. How convenient. <laughs> this <laughs> is how I this is like how I'm gonna justify my birthday gift is it's on sale. So yes. I think it's nice if your birthday coincides with another holiday that has a sale, it's like a little extra bonus.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the good news is on the internet, like there's a sale for everything. So we're all probably lucky in... Yeah, we're all covered. But for sure Black Friday and then even this year where everyone's Black Fridays are like strewn out across the month because we're also exhausted of the actual Black Friday day. It is making it very hard not to buy myself everything I think I deserve.
1: Excited for you and hopefully you and your suitcase will go lots of fun places in 2023.
0: I hope so. I hope so. We've got got a lot of places to go. Thank you so much.
1: This was delightful. It was nice to visit with you again.
0: Thank you. This was fun.
1: Thank you so much for joining me, Aubrey. Thank you for listening. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. I have two more episodes planned before I'm going to take a break for the holidays. And I just hope that you are going to have a cozy season with the things and the people that bring you joy and the traditions that you find fulfilling. You can find me on Twitter at MadelineK, on Instagram at NotABackupPlan. The podcast is on Patreon as well if you want to support this work. And remember, this is your life. It's not a plan B.